We're live. It's Monday, August 24th, 2020. Not Sunday, because we have special guests in-house. This is Across the Podcast, the best podcast you've never heard of. Uh, it's got me, Sam. I got Matt. And as you can see in the stream, if you're watching, we have two honored and distinguished guests. We have John Rettinger and Super Saf. Gentlemen, how are you this afternoon or evening, depending on where you are in the UK? Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're very, very well. Thank you. Just, uh, just almost finished the video. Well, good deal. So uh, almost, <laughs> almost, almost, and it's uh, it's about eleven p.m. here in the UK. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very. Uh, the the night is young. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll go to the pub after. Right. So yeah, <laughs> see you at the pub straight after. <laughs> You're not that far away from me, so it's fine. I'm in Derby, so it's not. Yeah. Like Forty minutes. Yeah, but, uh, don't come to Leicester. You, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, you're, it's you got, you're in lockdown. I can't get in Leicester anyway. <laughs> you can't get into Leicester. <laughs> you're not allowed to come. <laughs> we have a current thing like local lockdowns, like UE, different states, and Leicester's currently uh, blocked off from the rest of the UK. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. And I know, John, you guys have got, well, between this situation, then you have some wildfires going on, then you had an earthquake, and then you have, it sounds like, um, well, mostly like what California seems like as far as the apocalypse, but short of a, like a, a locust swarm or a zombie apocalypse. It's you guys are true. I was reading today that there's an asteroid headed to Earth, like around uh, yeah. US election time, like that. That track yeah. that's left is like dinosaurs and aliens. I mean, they, pretty much will sum up uh, sum up the year. They, yeah, the, the day they'll form on the asteroid. <laughs> oh man, aliens so, probably next. So, well, hopefully everybody's yeah. doing well, and so I'm glad you guys could be here. And I realize you're. Uh, quite busy with what's going on. We have a lot, even though we are having a situation, it seems like at least a tech space as far as reviews, issues, phone releases, problems with Epic and Apple deciding to go to war in court over something. So uh, we're getting a lot of traffic. It seems like it's definitely not a, um, a quiet 2020 in the tech space. So how are you guys handling that as far as, I realize that the trade shows aren't happening, but as far as your general workload and bandwidth, it seems to be as busy as ever. Is that not correct? Oh, you Seth. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it, it has been very busy. Um, I, I guess for me uh, personally, the travel time has kind of been cut out, which uh, which has allowed me to kind of you know carry on and like I'm I'm actually happy that I'm busy, so then I'm actually occupied. Uh, but yeah, the tech space. I think uh, one one thing that we're very blessed and fortunate to have is that you know people are still interested in tech if some some people are more interested in tech and and finding finding an escape actually and wanting to watch uh content online so that's actually worked out quite well in the sense that you know we can actually work hard we can stay in work and and, and provide content and hopefully give people something to watch that's not gonna make them sad and 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 you know all everything else that's going on so uh very fortunate good deal yeah, I mean, I, I, I echo that too. I, I know Saf was on the road more than he was probably home, uh, but I never traveled anyway, really. It was very <laughs> rare that I sort of left, uh, left the bubble here in California. So things have been relatively status quo as far as like the workflow, you know, for me, instead of not going to events like unpacked and that kind of thing, having devices sent here. But no, it's been, it's been a very weird time for everybody in, in every space. Oh, for sure. I mean, like I said, we're, we're working from home for the first time. You know, I basically was told base March, they came around and said, Hey, guess what guys, grab your gear. And if you've got stuff in your drawers, you better take it with you. Cause we're, we're going to be out. And it started where it was like, we'll be back in April. And then April turned to June. And then June was like, mm, how about just indefinite? We'll let you know when you guys can come back into the facility. So it's, it's been a challenge for all of us too. And then I know Matt's actually, Matt, do you want to tell, you know, you're just recovering. How are you feeling? You look, well, you don't look great. You sound better. Hey, I good. look good, man. I yeah. definitely look better. <laughs> I'm back at work now. I'm back at work, but I have, I'm not working from home. So, <laughs> but it's fun. So we also do on the show, and I didn't get a chance to tell Staff and John pre-show, is we do something that's really terrible for audio podcasts, which is really essentially what this is. We do a t-shirt check. And so what we have, uh, Matt's got our, our shirt that I sent him. That We got our, our shirt. We have actually our own merch. So there, Matt's wearing that. Nice. So. And then uh, how, uh, you can see John's wearing just a sample beige, which, but he's got the LA Rams hat, I which, we, which is I, awesome. I, I still have uh, quarantine hair happening, so it looks like good. Get a, get a haircut; it's it's hat time. No, I mean the beard <laughs> and the hair it looks pretty good for quarantine hair. It looks pretty good. You're rocking it pretty well, so I have to admit. Listen, we're trying it out. Saf got that fresh cut. Oh, mm. Saf! I, I literally, 
Okay, so I had my first professional haircut in like six months. It was it was it was it was quite an emotional experience. I'm not gonna lie, because my brother's actually been cutting my hair all this time, and okay. um, like obviously because of the lockdown and everything. But then yeah. you know, recently they've they've allowed barbers to open up again, and I, and I went to see my barber, and, and I did want to give him a hug, but obviously I can't because of the whole situation. But it was quite emotional. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> We're still all our uh, barber shops. Everything is still closed. Um, oh, they opened up for like two weeks. They got a haircut, and then everything closed back down again. Yeah, yeah. I know they were trying some kind of phase two rollout, and I think that all got it. Once the the numbers started to kind of spike, they kind of back to to closing yeah. everything. Yeah, that's a shame. I cut my own hair at home with a pair of clippers, and my wife kind of gets the back. So, um, kind of an old law enforcement military thing yeah. so i just kind of cut my own hair because we don't have the beard game going on either so <laughs> well between no, saf and tk i i love tk's beard i just love how the grays just um, TK owns the beard he's in the they're, chat they're, they're, well. they're so symmetrical i'm just like are you are you dying the rest <laughs> of it he's like no no this is just naturally how it grows i'm like i'm so jealous I know. It's so awesome. I, I got a little sand. Know, pepper. Right. John's got a little bit of the pepper going on too, okay. but it, it looks good. It's, oh, it's actually I, I have it too. Do you, oh, I, I can't I really tell, but it looks. I mean, but yeah, TK's is just like it's almost like yes. purposely done. It's, it's like <laughs> how is that possible? Oh, that's right, because you're awesome, and we're just a bunch of rookies and a bunch of basics. Okay, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not. We I we, I could grow a beard and sort of it wouldn't look right, but there we go. And we got and TK's hey, now. Yeah, hey, TK's. Yeah, there we go with, with the logo. Uh, I, I love yeah. his logo as well. It just mm. goes so well. Yeah. You know that's TK as soon as you see it. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, we got TK and Juan Carlos Bagnell. So I have Juan's new shirt, the uh, headphone jack, the endangered species Very new nice. shirt for him. So uh, courage port, right? Hashtag courage port. So uh, we're yeah, we're doing good. We have a bunch of people in the chat, Gary and Fat Produce. So gentlemen, what is uh? What is your feeling? I just want to get into it. So how do you feel about the duo? Because I am going to be picking one up, and I realize it's definitely not for me because I'm not a productivity guy, but I, I'm a, I'm a sucker for surface. What can I say? So I'll be picking one up. What are your guys' just initial thoughts about the device just from looking at renders and seeing yeah. Panos's in, uh, uh, video about it? I'm super hyped uh, for it. I, I'm excited for what the line's going to represent. I think very much like original Surface Pro. Like it, it didn't become a thing that was useful for most people until Gen three. And right. I think very clearly this is a product that was designed in like 2018 and then fine tuned in 2019, and then eventually meant to come out in 2020. Um, it has a lot of fine tuning still to go, mm-hmm. but I love I love these first gen products for what they're going to be. Um, I think it's amazing to see the direction companies are taking in order to get to those mass produced products that are for everybody. You have to go through these growing pains. So I give Microsoft credit. I hope they're committed to the product line. Um, I'm excited to see how foldable two screen things end up being. I mean, even look at the jump from the original Galaxy Fold to the two. Like that's a huge, huge jump. I mean, with Microsoft's resources, I mean, the next version should be amazing when they sort of learn and get the kinks out. But moral being, I'm hyped. Uh, for the duo, probably not for anybody to actually go out and buy it, you know, <laughs> primary device. Um, I'm very excited that it exists. Yeah, um, same. Echo that. It's it's. Uh, I, I I love seeing innovation in uh, in the tech space and foldables. Like I, l- last year when I got the folds, um, the original Galaxy folds, uh, people were like um, commenting on my videos saying. Uh, I want somebody to look at me the way um, Saf looks at the fold because I was genuinely like, you know, when I when I, when I opened it, I was and, and it was just natural. It was just like be, be, being somebody who's really into tech, seeing something so unique, something so different. It's just like being able to fold it. And we were talking earlier how you know I I probably closed it and opened it like hundred thousand <laughs> times. So took a took a took a bit of the lifespan off it because this is so exciting. But yeah, I mean, it's so interesting to see like a different approach to foldables now i mean you know the duo it's it's more two separate screens but just how thin it is and you know it's still glass so it's durable and you know that that kind of removes um the 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 issues that a lot of people talk about when it comes to the fold and it it also like just uh i'm not sure how wide it's going to be and how that's going to work out but like just how slim it is it's it i mean it worries me about the battery size and and how that will do but 
it's just you know again it's something so exciting i've heard it's not coming to the uk's yet so you know i'm, I'm a little bit disappointed about that obviously <laughs> as always as always um everything's late here but yeah i'm i'm, I'm very much excited uh, i i will definitely be checking it out and um you know it's, it's, a, it's a different approach so why not i i think saf like hit on something like mm -hmm. our our perspective on devices is probably very warped like we look at so many slabs every day that right. are slightly different than the previous ones that we checked out a couple weeks before and that is a privilege to be able to to do that but it also warps our perspective on new phones mm -hmm. right? right um so when the original galaxy fold came out like that was really the first like new thing like brand new category right um to check out and that's why a lot of people are so excited for things like the duo too because like that's new like that's i mean yeah we've had lg doing two screens but that was an add-on this is right. meant to and this is microsoft working directly with google i mean arguably mm -hmm. some of the two best software makers in the world um so it's it's awesome to see and our, our i always feel weird be like oh you know the the, the original foal was amazing but no one should buy it and like well why do you have three um like our, our perspective <laughs> is just is just very yeah very weird um in in the world <laughs> well and i guess at the end of the day that I guess that's the price of entry, right? So you realized you when you started out, you were just regular consumers and buying tech and talking about it. But as your channels grow and as those almost become something where almost like when you look at your children, right? When you, and I know John, you have young children. My daughters are almost 20, but you remember when you were a kid in the like when I was a kid in the 80s, like everything was awesome. Like you were everything you saw was like cool. It's like you had you didn't have all this bad data dumped into your hard drive of all the you know struggles and sacrifices and issues yeah. when you look at it you see it now from a completely different perspective and so i kind of sometimes wish is this is like the first device you're probably looking at where you're trying to look at it from like i don't want to be a reviewer i don't want to be that guy i just want to be like genuinely like stoked there's no honest reason why i want this device it's like a tesla you know you buy one and really if you think about it at its core it's really just a transportation mode right there's no difference in its core but you can't articulate always why you. it's such an awesome piece of tech. It's just like, I got to have one, even if it's not in my budget, even if it's a stretch, even if it's new tech and maybe the car is not reliable, but I don't care because it, it, makes, it makes you want to, to be a, a user of the device or the tech or of the car. And so yeah. it's hard for you guys. For us, it's like, yeah, I'm getting a duo. I don't know why even my wife's like, you're going to what? Why? It's just like, what? Huh? I don't get it. It's like, it's honey. It's cause it's a surface and I've had, and she's, and she's the owner of a surface device. Yeah. And so she gets it too, but uh, I'm actually just unreasonably excited for it. Even if, and I'm all like, I don't care. No, no, I don't see, I don't care. No headphone jack. That's nah, fine. It's a surface. So <laughs> anything that I would normally probably be like, you probably should really for 1400 bucks, you should expect these things. I'm like, it has a Microsoft logo on it. And I'm for the first time, it's a new category. And man, I just, I hope, like you said, John, exactly. I hope that Microsoft stays committed to the cause and, and can push it forward yeah. like they did the original Surface. No, I very much agree. I'll tell you what, it's, it's going to be interesting. I did not know that it wasn't coming to the UK until Saf just broke that news to me. Not as of yet, anyway. Yeah, not, not yet. So yeah. that's uh, I, me. I was scrolling away as soon as I was like, I was there. I was like, Microsoft. I was just like emailing everybody I could. Like, how can I get a hold of this? And they were like, yeah, sorry, it's not coming to the UK right now. I'm like, oh, but most of my audience is in the US anyway. <laughs> Why does it matter <laughs> that I stay here? Um, but yeah, um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Oh, it's not going to be great. But it's not like it makes a difference if you get a US version because it's all the same internals. It's not like Samsung. So. Yeah. And Ron's right. Yeah. Avoid, avoid the surface dongle and just jungles in general. But apparently he did a, He did some uh, real world tests on the surface dongle and apparently it did not hold muster. Apparently it's a pretty, pretty weak uh, yeah. entry. So yeah, that's okay. It's kind of disappointing, but yeah, it's, uh, it's what it goes with it. So what are you going to do? So John, I want to ask back you the too. headphone jack. That's right. what we're going to do. That's what we're trying to do. So, but on <laughs> to the get device, rid of the dongles. In the, right. Oh, actually, we don't even get the dongles anymore. So in Samsung phones, enough we don't get the dongles. Yeah. I mean, so I believe I don't know if the US videos of the Note Twenty Ultra are retail boxes, but you do. You don't get the headphones. We do. Oh. But oh, I, I think that's because they're trying to say sorry for the nine ninety. 
over the 865 plus <laughs> that we get they gave us double we the get, storage <laughs> headphones we get a base model bigger we get headphones <laughs> so yeah so john i want to ask you so we always ask kind of when we have uh gentlemen like yourselves on that uh, people may not know exactly like how did how did you start like what was like the the basic origin story and then when did you know it's like wow i can actually this this may be a thing i want to try to do as like a career or as a job like yeah, what did, I, what did that look like I'll give the short version so I don't monopolize the, the chat. But you know, if you go back, I mean, I've been doing this now for about nine years. This is back before partner program, before you creators were making money from the videos. It's like when YouTube was like cat videos and guys getting hit in the balls. Like that's, <laughs> that's what was on, uh, on YouTube. And I've always been a geek at heart. I used to go walk around Best Buy to like relax. Like that was, I've just always loved technology. Um, and I had a really old HP laptop that had broken and I wanted to get a new computer and I wanted to try a Mac and I had no idea how to use OS 10. So I started looking for like tutorials on how to use it. And there just really weren't any. And I was like, oh, well, I'll make some just for fun. Um, so I picked my AIM screen name from middle school, uh, which was John Ford Lakers, uh, created, <laughs> created a YouTube account. And then it wasn't that, um, like I was good or better than anybody else out there. Just there wasn't anybody else doing it. So it grew quickly partner program happened where creators were able to monetize their content. And I wasn't big enough to get it yet. And I remember looking up the gentleman who's in charge of the partner program and finding his office address. Um, and I wrote him like a personal handwritten letter as for why I thought I should be in the partner program. Nice touch. Um, I figured I'm like, well, no one's going to do that. Right. So I got a letter back. I was like, okay, I'll let you in. Like, please don't ever do that again. I was working a job that I hated. Um, like to the point where I hope I get in a car accident so I wouldn't have to go. Oh, geez. Some of my early videos were filmed like in that conference room at that office. Um, and then pretty quickly I was at kind of income parity with the job I hated versus making videos in my one bedroom apartment. Um, and that's kind of when I realized there was something there. Um, something was, was going to happen. And I'll always remember, and then I'll let Saf take the question. I'll always remember telling my future mother-in-law in 2009 in a down economy that I was leaving my job make videos for a living. <laughs> uh, That's an interesting conversation to a parent. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, was, was terrifying. Um, so <laughs> that's my word. That's my origin story. Uh, was mostly, mostly dumb luck. John is definitely one of the OGs uh, of the YouTube tech space. I think when you, when you, when you, when you think like um, when you speak to anybody and you're like, you know, who's was one of the first, um, tech videos that you saw on YouTube, and 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 John is definitely uh, up there. Thank you, man. That is true because techno buffalo was everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, Saf, I, I mean, same question. How did, was, how did how did you yeah. how did it start for you? I mean, I'm I'm mostly curious because I John, like I said, being an OG, you kind of know you've kind of but yours yours is a little bit more under the radar and and, and still a great story. So I'm I'm really curious how that all started for you. Okay, so I'll take up the rest of the podcast just telling you my story. <laughs> so uh, I was born in. I'm <laughs> That's okay. We're no, all so, right. John's probably like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, uh, I, I think the story is kind of similar for a lot of people. I've I've always been um, uh, somebody that's been very much into tech, uh, tech support for the family, should we say? So if anybody yeah. in the family or my friends ever wanted to get a new smartphone, um. Uh, a new laptop, a new TV, even a new printer, whatever it was, they'd be like, Saf, which one shall I get, right? So that's kind of like how it's always been. But um, in in around 2011, I, I bought a, a DSLR camera, uh, a, a Nikon, sorry, Nikon, as Americans like to say. I had no idea how to use it, right? I, I was just super interested in videography and photography. Um, my design, my sort of background was like 3D animation and, uh, and web design. So I just picked this camera up and I just started teaching myself how to use it, started watching some YouTube tutorials. And then and I would get lots of people asking me for advice that, oh, Saf, what are you using? You know, which 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 camera should I buy? And my actual YouTube channel started off around cameras because I was super interested into cameras. And I, 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 instead of like writing long emails to people and whatnot, I just thought, let me make a video. And, and that's what I did. And, you know, that's how it started to build up. And then smartphone videography and photography got has been getting so good like and it started getting so good then i started then doing more of that and also covering tech in general um you know and and that's kind of really how it all started mm. and i remember when i remember watching your videos when you was leaving your job 
to go full time oh. and how yeah. and how nervous but excited you were at the same time <laughs> yeah so i mean there's there's actually a fun, funny story behind that as well because um uh i am i, I was i was working full time um at a university and it was it was really good um, and one of the reasons why i didn't want to leave was because um i i had my, my best buddy that i used to work with was and we used to like um have the best time and i was given a lot of creative freedom as well so i i kind of like should do i go off alone and kind of sit in my room and make videos i'm not going to see anybody what am i going to do um so at the time that i actually quit i i already had like half a million subscribers so people usually like really you waited that long but it was because i wasn't really sure what to do but what happened is um uh casey who i always um mentioned uh casey nice that um i'm sure a lot of you guys have heard of him um so he actually um uh, in, in 2016, just randomly tweeted out one of my videos and he said, this guy makes the best camera reviews on YouTube, right? And this is like, we've never had any sort of communication. I used to obviously just like tweet him now and then, but he just like tweets out this video. And I was just like, wow. Um, and he then, um, like we got to know each other online and then randomly, like he, he messaged me, he said, oh, um, Saf, I want to put you in touch with, uh, one of my guys at Samsung. Um, he's, you know, behind all of the cool projects that I've ever done. So I'm like, all right, cool. Anyway, so this uh, this chap, his name is Paul, lovely, lovely guy. He's uh, part of 368 now. Um, anyway, he he um, calls me up. He's got no idea I've got a full-time job. And he goes, hey, Saf, we've got this amazing project with Samsung that we'd love for you to be a part of. It's called Do What You Can't, right? right. It's about people telling you you can't do something, you can't achieve something and, you know, proving them wrong. And we'd love for you to be a part of it. And I was like, amazing, uh, you know, can't be in. It's like, all right, cool. Um, can you be in, you know, can you get to New York um, on Tuesday? And this is like a Friday. <laughs> so he wants me oh. in New York. Like, actually it was a Monday he went to me in New York. So it's <laughs> like, okay, we can. So I'm like, you know, let me get back to you. Let me get back to you on this. So I went and spoke to uh, my boss at the time who was, who was, who was, who was new um, and he, fully didn't understand social media and like the position that I was in and you know all fairness to him it was just like randomly coming up and saying hey can I have two weeks off to go to New York <laughs> it's uh sure. and, and that month I, I'd already been to Paris <laughs> and I'd already been to Barcelona for for MWC so I'd already right. taken a significant chunk of time off so um he said um, I'm sorry but you can't have the time off and like for me it was just like this project is called do what you can't right. and I'm being told that I can't go so I'm like Here's my resignation. Let's go. And the rest is history. Wow. That's that's Sorry. interesting since you were already like, that's a fascinating story just about like where you're, you're actually probably sitting there and in your own mind at this precipice, right? It's like, okay, I really don't want to leave, but now I've got to make a decision that really could blow up in my face. Literally. I mean, I could literally lose my job and be just completely asked out and like, oh, okay, now what do I got to do? Now I got to work, you know, kind of hustling backwards. I mean, this yeah. is a, that's a, yeah. that's an interesting story. Cause and I was like, yeah, I can get to New York by Monday. Yeah. It's okay. I'm only across an ocean and I can't drive. <laughs> and I have like I have to book a flight and imagine if that were, but here's a funny thing. Imagine if that were to come up right now with the limited resources that you had, you may be like, you know, there's an opportunity that that's your one shot. You might've missed just because of logistics. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, imagine that. Yeah, I mean that—that that was the one time. So, was, like, it kind of goes back to then. I mean, and and that really kicked things off because me going there really made me appreciate um, going to events, meeting people. Uh, I think one of the things that we do online is like, yes, we we'll, we'll talk to each other, you know, over video, etc., and social media. But I think you know we, we are humans at the base of it, and meeting people in person and and just going out there, and that's something that I really. Um, realize after doing that because you know I got to see Casey uh, met so many of the amazing creators who are now like really close friends uh, Justine yeah. it was the first time I met her over there she just messaged me right now she's amazing <laughs> amazing people John obviously got to meet afterwards and from then on I just like kind of grabbed onto any opportunities it was like look if, if there's going to be an event I'm just going to see people who are like-minded because not everybody understands what we do, right, John? Like, right. I'm no, sure people still in your family don't really get what you do. Most, most. Don't. <laughs> I think, like, what Saf says is interesting. Like, most people see the tech space and they think that we're all competitors. Uh, the tech space, I think, is one of the most supportive groups of people uh, okay. and welcoming for folks who are new and coming in. Um, and the chance to sort of meet like minded folks, like Saf said, the human side of what we do uh, is probably the highlight 
of the privilege of getting to do this for a career. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. And then, so just and that's part of the reason why I was like, we reach out and it's like, I, and then I remember the no, day that Matt, that Matt reached out, he said, you're not going to believe this. I'm like, I'm going to believe what he goes like John Rettinger and super staff are going to come on the show. I went, what? <laughs> you're, yeah. Okay. You're messing with me. Right? He's like, no, seriously. I'm like, do you realize that these are people that we watch and are like fans of and watch their channels and they have an extraordinary influence in that space. And then I've noticed now that we've kind of started to kind of crawl up to the top of the hill and we're kind of looking over and seeing this vast, it's definitely collaborative. It's not, yeah. and nobody, and I even ask anybody, I even say, and I'm, I'm serious. I'm like, have you ever run into any issues where you've had like serious issues? And they're like, no, everybody's been warm and welcoming. We have maybe differences of opinion and style yeah. and approach and, we come from different places and different backgrounds and different understandings of tech. But at the end of the day, it's just like this big, huge, like party. Everybody comes in like, Hey man, you're new. It's like, I mean, to have Casey Neistat reach out to you, Saf and go, Hey, you want to be part of this? And like, well, that's it. Dude, is Casey Neistat actually reaching out to me? I'm like, what? Yeah. I would be like amazed. I'd be hey, like, but I don't that echoes back to what that echoes back to what John just said. It was, yeah. it's everyone is so welcoming. It's like a, family community in it it's like it doesn't matter if you've never spoken or never met before like yeah come on we'll have a chat it's like this like what we're doing right now it's, yeah, it's just you couldn't do this yeah. in another space with another person yeah and you know, we're, we're all climbing we're all climbing a mountain and right. we're all at different points on the mm. mountain sometimes we're higher sometimes we're lower sometimes people pass you but we're all on the same mountain whether you're just starting or you're at the summit We've all had to hustle. Mm. We've all had to climb and claw Have people say no and doors slammed in our face. Um, mm. And I think everybody can relate to folks who are on that mountain. Um, and it's a very relatable story. And we've all, we've all been there, um, you know, day in and day out. Yeah. yeah. And it's so good to see a lot of females now moving into the space right. and getting actual recognition for what yeah. they're doing. Cause like, Justine, for instance, my daughter is a massive fan. And Issa, who we had on mm. a couple of weeks ago, it's like that because now my daughter's interested in tech and different stuff. And she wouldn't watch either of you guys. Like, <laughs> but, no. No, but she, she is. I, I she's because of Justine's. Mm, it's Justine's yeah. other videos. It's, it's, though. it's, it's a not lot more relatable, tech. isn't it? Right. Mm. It's a lot more relatable. And I, th I think one of the things that I, I really appreciate about the tech space as well is how diverse it is. Because, right. you mm -hmm. know, me growing up in, in, in the UK, um, you know, role models, um, I didn't really have any because, you know, growing up, nobody looked like me. Right. right. Um, mm -hmm. I, I didn't watch like, uh, yes, I used to watch like, if, if you know, I, I was like, where am I? Am I here or there? Sort of a thing, and there wasn't really somebody to kind of look up to. Now, what I love about the tech space is we've, we're, we're such a diverse group. You know, we've got again. You were mentioning Justine, who's amazing. You mentioning Issa. We've got lots of females now coming in. We've got a, a diverse group of um, you know guys who, who who cover tech from different perspectives, and the beautiful thing is we all get along uh really well mm -hmm. and again like you know john i remember when i when i when i reached out to john like you know we used to tweet and stuff but i was just like hey john I'm, I'm doing this collaboration towards the end of the year and you know i'd love for you to be a part of it and he was straight away sure thing and you know sent me a clip and i was just like uh, love it john marquez again same thing and you know these guys have been in my series for like um five, six years running now. And, and, and I absolutely love it. And again, I think, you know, what, what John mentioned is we're all, all in the same mountain and it's, it's, it's about relatability as well. Like what we're doing is very different. You know, it's, it's, it's not what a lot of people, um, you know, uh, consider a, a regular job, should we say. So yeah. having that relatability just gives us all a common cause. And, and, and it is a, a case of just lifting everyone up together. Yeah. I, well said. Yeah, and as, as far as as far as this goes, that, that analogy is great because me, so like John and, and Saf are like kind of near like the middle of Everest, and me and me and Matt are over at like base camp going, Hey, are we we're gonna leave? We're gonna go now. We're, <laughs> we're gonna leave right now. It's like today. Yeah, well, let's go now. So I, I finally I was just like to screw it. You know, I was a fan of uh, Juan Carlos Bagnell. I was in his chat, and then one day I'm like, you know what, I'm just gonna start a show. And I just kind of started my own little thing, and then Matt came on and it kind of mm -hmm. started from there. And and uh it's cringe. And I want to ask you, John and Saf, when if it wasn't first... for Juan, none of like we wouldn't 
be doing any of this stuff. Right. So. And just seeing you guys doing it, I'm like, well, it, it's it's we got to start somewhere, right? You always have you always start at zero followers, right? Yep. And the path mm -hmm. is always forward, right? And just because you accomplish, that's great. But you need to go, okay, well, now what's the next accomplishment? What do I need to do to leverage? What do I need to do? Always be thinking about the next, what can you do to develop and grow? And then so watching you guys just organically go from, you know, the videos. I'm sure you go back, John, and Saf and watch your old content and go, oh, boy. <laughs> oh man! I think this that's not that's not the content. That's the beard. <laughs> right. But just, I mean, <laughs> but just, yeah. I mean, just, how do you? When, when did you? Do you still go back and watch your old content just to kind of get either ideas or just sometimes when somebody brings it up to you, you're like, yeah, you know, well, I've, I've changed a little bit. I'm a lot more unattractive now. I don't I'm think he older. needs to do that. YouTube no. recommends me videos from yeah. ten years ago oh, yeah. from Marquez, <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, I don't even watch like what. I don't need to see this. <laughs> yeah, the YouTube algorithm. It's like nobody understands yeah. it. Yeah. It's it's a game that YouTube like playing with everyone. Uh, they like, do. They do. My my side is is maybe different than Saf's because I had Techno Buffalo the website for a while, right. and I had it in my head that I was going to yeah. run a website and make videos. And what I didn't know at the time was running the website was going to take ninety percent of my time, and so yeah. the amount of time that I could spend on videos that I would want to spend was much less. So I look back at some of those videos during Techno Buffalo days and I'm like, I'm horrified by them. And he was like, oh, no. I mean, it's quite true. I, I had such little time to devote to making them. Uh, and I think that was a lot of reason why, you know, a couple of years ago, my channel kind of plateaued. Um, and it was sort of, I had to come to a realization. I look back in those old videos that like something had to give. I was trying to do so much. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything well. Um, so I look back at those old videos. That's what it represents to me was a very different time. Um, so anybody out there listening, just be very wary of trying to do too much of right. trying to bite off a million projects and a million different sponsorships. Uh, cause the end result rarely is going to be worth it. Um, and so, you know, I made, I made mistakes along the way and that that's when I look at those videos, that's what I see. In addition to seeing like a much younger face, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, that, that's sort of what I see when I look back at my old stuff. Yeah, a lot. Of, no, a but lot I mean, even even watching your content was, now. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot. A lot of techno buffalo was people coming into this space. We're like, oh, techno buffalo is everywhere. I'll go and have a look at that and watch this and watch that. But then, as you progressed and we we saw you everything when you got rid of the website and then you started going John Rettinger, it was like you could see the relief on your Still not just it. your face, but like in general, like you tweeting and you you know general persona you seemed a lot more relieved you didn't have all the weight on your shoulders oh, i was a mess man i was a mess i was i was getting anxiety uh i was just a mess for for a well, lot of years and then the problem is to become then it becomes you don't enjoy what you're doing and if god if you're what's the worst it's like mm -hmm. think of every job you've then ever it's had. a job then yeah. it's just another job well, isn't it? it's I, not I have a job i actually like a hobby just, like, like john was saying before he was like in this space where he was like working i mean nothing's worse than working at a place that you absolutely can't stand and you're having anxiety and like you're dreading like i mean he in the chat he actually said i actually was hoping to get into a car accident of then go to work i mean <laughs> yeah. that's not like just get fired i mean that's like physical but that's injury. not exactly that's not what you need <laughs> you need to be doing something like, you like love. Yeah. Kind of like it's like <laughs> oh I, I'm a car, oh I can't come to work my car's dead so saf i mean it's like how do how do you like, how do you stay where you're not, you're trying to stay focused on everything, but still, you know, open and opportunities that come up and stay, because this is a, a organically moving thing. This is, these, the, the, the benchmarks move everywhere, right? New folds, new categories, new opportunities. How do you, how do you feel that you balance those things? And have you still run into problems with trying to make sure that you have enough bandwidth to do your job well? Okay, so I'm absolutely terrible at balancing things. <laughs> I'm uh, I, I, I'm not good. I mean, I'm, I'm very unorganized. Um, but I think for me, I, I think you know, like when when John was mentioning, uh, I, I was I was so happy to see John kind of like put Techno Buffalo behind and like make the channel his, John Ranger, and I and you know that energy came across. So now when I watch John's videos. I can see that you know that passion is 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 fully there, and, and it's something that I love seeing. And one of the things I mean, like you know, a lot of the times doing what we do, sometimes it can be a little bit repetitive. Um, you know, you guys were mentioning earlier on about my thumbnails, right? So right. for me, it's a case of finding what works and what you enjoy doing, right? And sometimes they don't combine, 
unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's not the perfect world, right? So for me, it's a case of, okay, trying to balance those two things that sometimes, like sometimes I'll spend more time designing a, a, a really good thumbnail than the actual video itself, right? And it sounds crazy. <laughs> People are like, really? But to me, that creative outlet where I can be as creative as I want, right? In, in you know, making a, a thumbnail which is unique and, and really my style and something that, you know, people will recognize when they, when they see it and, you know, associate with me. So that's just something that I kind of like found more sort of over the past couple of years where I'd be like, that's, I'm just going to zone in. I'm just going to, you know, put some music on and just, you know, let, let the creative juice, juices flow, right? right? And I think that's, for me, has been really beneficial, just trying to balance that. I've been doing a lot more on, like, Instagram as well, and, and that's been something that I've really enjoyed. So that, that kind of breaks me away from YouTube. Uh, right. One of the things I always say to, uh, and I actually have a go at a lot of my friends um, in, in the tech space, I keep saying, look, don't use, uh, if, if you use uh, a social media platform as an extension of another, it will always be an extension of that other platform. It's never right. going to be, it's never going to be something in its own right. So for me, what I decided to do a few years ago was like, okay, I'm going to see these two things. These are my, my sort of two creative outlets is YouTube and there's Instagram. And I kind of treat them almost separately. Yes. There's obviously going to be crossover, but you know, Instagram allows me to be a lot more creative and the following increase and the engagement has actually shown as well because that people do seem to enjoy. So I think it's it's, it's, it's a case of balancing between, um, you know, you still have to run a business. You still need to, you know, pay the bills, pay for your travel. But uh, at the same time, you need to find something that will still make it enjoyable. Right. Mm. Like we're zooming in on ducks. <laughs> I saw you posting that this afternoon stuff on your Instagram, you ducks. <laughs> it gives it gives me a reason to to get out, it was great. Uh, it was go great. out into the countryside, and uh, you know, uh, in the name of uh, of uh, testing a camera. Right. But hey, so it's so peaceful. Just just yeah. sitting there. Well, at least you didn't do what Adam did. At ASBYC. He jumped in the lake. Then he <laughs> jumped in the lake. All right, I've not seen. He that. jumped in the lake. Yeah. He said wow. okay. he was going to jump in the lake. He didn't. And then after a certain amount of time, he did. So, And, and it's funny that Saf says that, but it seems to be, and I was going to ask John, so as far as your able, ability to organize and be thorough and all that kind of stuff, how do you feel? Because I hear a lot of, a lot of guys in your space, the people we've talked to that they're, they're like, admittedly, like I'm terrible about like managing time and sorting things out. Like I am not good at, at, at kind of partitioning those things out and kind of being good at that. So I'm interesting that I would have thought that, it almost requires you to be pretty diligent, but the guys are like, no, nah, I just, yeah. sometimes I just, I don't know. I just kind of wing it. And I'm like, so how do you feel about your organizational capability as far as yeah, running I'm a job? I'm with Saf on the, I'm very disorganized. Um, I, I have the, I'm very fortunate to, to work with um, a guy named Ralph Lorenus, who's has a very opposite skill set of me <laughs> where, where he is very organized and in a lot of ways, you know, he keeps me on task and, able to keep projects in line because I, I couldn't do it. I was forgetting things. I wasn't delivering things. I just, I needed, I needed assistance. So I, I was able to sort of find somebody very early on who's helped me sort of stay on, stay on track. And that's been invaluable. Um, in this yeah, for sure. I know one thing you guys get a lot of, <clears throat> and we're going to discuss giveaways, especially <laughs> Saf, mainly because <laughs> Saf's here. Uh, okay. That was great. <laughs> Bring was, it up. The, video, the video you made was brilliant. It's <laughs> just great. But uh, giveaways, you guys have got to get so much. Like I know Saf does. Because John, do you get it as well? Like, I'm assuming it's a tech thing. I mean, like people give me give me iPhone. Phone. I've been following you for ten oh, years. I mean, that, that's you know? the majority of my Instagram DMs and messages. Um, <laughs> wow, are for free phones, but I, I do have a giveaway story. So, so quick. Oh, absolutely! Uh, no, take your time. Anyway, so we ran a giveaway. We were giving away an iPhone SE, um, and the gentleman who won said, "Hey, instead of the SE, can I just have?" Yeah, I just have like the cash. Yeah, I, I remember. Oh, I remember this. seeing I remember this. Yeah. yeah, I was like, "What um, the hell is happening here?" <laughs> I, was, I was like, "Yeah, that's fine. Like, it doesn't like it doesn't matter to me. I'll I'll send you the cash." And so I sent him. He's like, "You forgot. You left out tax." And I was like, "Well," and you know, because like, <laughs> I it was a, a wow. It showed up as a U.S. address. Like, well, no sale took place. Right. You know, like, why, why, why would I pay sales tax? And if I did pay sales tax, it wouldn't have gone to you anyway. 
Right. Um, and I got back a screaming, scathing emails about what a horrible human being I am and how dare I not give him the money for tax. And if I have to buy the phone, you have option A or option B. Moral being, uh, giveaways <laughs> very rarely go as well as people expect them to go. And I'm sure Saf can attest to that and probably has the same version of that story. <laughs> oh. Oh. He, do, he does. Uh, I mean, I've, I've won one of Saf's giveaways. <laughs> I think it was, it was the Mazuma iPhone Very nice. a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so the thing with giveaways is um, they started off as a, as a really good way to give back. Right. So I, I always say, and I explained this in, 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 in the giveaway video that I did um, was, you know, I didn't, they, you know, we're so fortunate and so blessed. Like, you know, I, I say this every day and, and, you know, there's nothing I can do to kind of show how uh, grateful I am for the position that we're in right now. Um, because not many people get to get to do what we do and play with toys like, you know, every day. It's just amazing. So, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate. But then I'm always thinking, okay, what can I do to kind of give back, right? What can I do to say thank you? Now, I, I literally can't give something to every single one of the followers, right? And hopefully the content that we make, um, you know, that we put a lot of time and effort into is the reward for 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 the support that we get. But that is the yeah, truth. But, yeah, but, but, me. <laughs> but you, you want to you do something more, right? So then it's yeah. like, okay, we'll do a giveaway. Now, don't get me wrong. It's also a way to, to promote. And I think, you know, for me in, in the past, giveaways have been very effective to get audiences to kind of follow you on something else. So, you know, initially when I was trying to build my Instagram, which was, you know, pretty much non-existent or my Twitter, I'd be like, Hey, um, you know, got this giveaway, you know, if you follow me on Instagram or if you follow me on Twitter, then, you know, it'll, it'll double your chances of winning basically. And exactly. that it really helped. It was, it was a very effective way. The problem is, um, the whole giveaway concept then kind of blew up because people saw this growth, right? And a lot of people, um, you know, uh, I'm not going to mention any names uh, because, I mean, actually, I don't know any particular names of people who do this, but I see this so much now, kind of took that way overboard in terms of literally every single video of theirs is something to do with the giveaway, right? right. And this kind of switched the culture of instead of, oh, um, you know, this is something that we do occasionally. It just became something that giveaway, giveaway, giveaway. I, I, I ranted about this on Twitter. I came across this Instagram profile um, where the requirement was to follow 120 different accounts, right? And I was just like, oh my God, like now it's just become this thing which has, you know, it's, it's just completely lost the purpose of what it was initially. And it's just now resulted in this begging culture, which is just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you've got this. You've got this smartphone. Here's an iPhone that I have right now. This is on a loan, loan, loan basis. Uh, my iPhone 10s Max went back as soon as this one came, and uh, this one will go back hopefully uh, when I get the other one. Right? right. Majority of the things I get are on a loan basis, so it's just like, what do you want me to send you? A, a loan agreement? Like, what do you, what do you want? Right? <laughs> and and this is the thing. So then I, I try I try to educate people, and that's why I made that video. But it actually backfired on me because even on that video, people are like. Yeah, so can I still win an iPhone? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's 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 a situation that I think the tech community is in, thanks to you know uh, certain individuals who 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 took the giveaway thing too far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's funny that's the problem too with such a collaborative. You got now you you guys are at the mercy of the fact that you have a couple of people that went rogue, kind of took it and went way too. Uh, now everybody's kind of like, okay, well now. The typical somebody ruined it for everybody. Now we can't make a giveaway work. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. But giveaways guys. shouldn't I'm... be necessary. Like you're making the content for us to watch. We're watching mm. and we're communicating with you on Twitter and in the comment sections and everything else. That's that's enough. That's we're enjoying yeah. I mean, what I mean, you're yeah, doing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's free content at the end of the day, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. We get to do a lot of things thanks to that, um, but. You, you are getting content for free, and and I, and I love it when I whenever I get a message of somebody's like you know I I I meet people all the time and they're like hey Saf I bought this thanks to your review and I absolutely love it and thank you so much for helping me make this decision right right and, and those messages are amazing and, and that's what the yeah. intention of the uh, and, and and like you know going back to the whole giveaway thing now the problem with these accounts is they will very quickly get inflated 
with people who do not care about the content. And that right. is the right. biggest, that's actually impacts you very negatively because, you know, we were talking a little bit about algorithms earlier on. Now, whether that be in Instagram, YouTube, or whatever it is, right. if you have a large number of followers who are not there to watch your content, it's actually going to have a negative impact on your growth because you are not, nobody's going to be watching your videos. I mean, we've all yeah. seen it where you see right. um, a YouTube account with hundreds of thousands of followers, but you know, each of the videos barely hits a hundred views and it's just like, you know, something's fishy here. Right? right. Same way on Instagram, you see somebody with a massive Instagram account, but then it's, but again, it's, it's having a negative overall impact. So, you know, that's one thing that I will say, like, don't get into it. Yes, I will still occasionally hold the giveaway, um, especially if I'm working with a brand or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I don't do it much anymore um, for those reasons. I can't blame you at all. Not, not at all. And, uh, <laughs> so I was asked this question of, of, of guys that are in your space and using phones. And so do you use the phones? Do you have like a phone? You're like right now, what's your current like? I know I'm testing all these. I'm reviewing all these because that's part of my job. But this is the phone I keep using. And would you be willing oh. to admit that you maybe keep a phone probably longer than you really should? Because you're like, ah, I just, I have, I love this device. Like an older device in the last like five or six years. You're like, man, I shouldn't keep this. Like I have my, I still have my HTC U12. I shouldn't keep it because it's got an old security <laughs> patch. But I love HTC. It's the one OEM that just really bothers me. On top of Windows phone, but that's a discussion for another day. But uh, do you still have like that guilty pleasure phone? It's like. Yeah, I still like to use it, and I probably should admit it because I'm still supposed to be cutting edge tech. But I'm like, man, I gotta go back to the old school, man. It's my old M8 or my old Z Flip or what? I mean, what do you got? That you- old Z Flip. Old Z. You can take this one, Seth. Um, so I actually made a video recently um, uh, about why I switched back to the Samsung Galaxy Note 10 um, Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, I'm 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 fully open about what I use right now. The, the two devices that I have are the are the, are the Note 10, um, sorry, Note 20 Ultra, and the iPhone 11 Pro Max, uh, because those are my go-to's, and and those are the ones I might move from the Note 20 Ultra. But what I found is we had some excellent smartphones this year, but there was always something missing for me. Right? There was always like you know the the, the S20 Ultra came out, and I put my SIM card in it for two months, and it just you know, the, the ultra wide camera wasn't that good. The focus wasn't that good. And I was just like, this is not what I need on a, on, on a smartphone that I'm using on a daily basis. And, you know, I, I tried out a few others, um, the OnePlus 8 Pro, for instance, and I, and I went into detail about this in my review, but there, there were some display issues on the OnePlus 8 Pro. And to fix that, uh, what OnePlus did is they sent out an update. So you couldn't see those in dark. So basically these issues were visible in darker environments so when you've got the blue light filter on when you're all the way down in the brightness you can see those more so what they did is they just limited the the, the lowest brightness and right. i'm somebody who uses my phone a lot in the dark and i just could not use that smartphone in, in the dark anymore because it was just too bright and i was just like okay so then yeah i, I went back to the the note 10 plus would I go back to my HTC Desire? Definitely not. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. No, not 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 to that level. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm I'm open about it. If there is something that I that I really enjoy, uh, I will happily, you know, go. I, I was I've been using the uh, LG um, 38 inch ultra wide monitor, which is mm-hmm. about three or maybe coming towards four years old now, right? right? And I tried so many different monitors, but I just love the form factor of it. And it was just the, right. the ideal size because it's, you know, it's not too narrow like those ultra wides, um, but it still has that ultra wide element. I am finally upgrading it because they got the new version of that now. Um, right. So I'm finally, finally upgrading. But, but, but I kept that for like a good few years and I was like, I'm still going to keep it because I like it. Cool. Then uh, when I asked one quick question about like, so we talked about we have the the folds and the duo. And now actually I saw an article just before we got on. John Prosser made a comment about Apple getting into the dual screen phone game. So now I know that's legit because when Apple's involved now, all of a sudden it's going to be like, well, now more people are going to see it because they will. That's why I told people about Apple. You don't have to run an Apple commercial for the rest of time. All Apple's got to do is, hey, guess what? Next year, remember the iPhone? Yeah, there's another one. Here's a 12. Have a good day. And you're just going to buy it. So what do you what do you think about i'm serious i mean it's like i have my i have my friends that just like they just up there ready they know an iphone's there and they just go to the store and they walk in it's like oh here's the 12 here you go and they don't they never saw a commercial so they don't have any marketing it's just they know they're gonna buy an iphone so it's cool which i totally understand but now that 
Apple maybe get into the game and now the duos come out. Do you think that this is like the future or at least a segment that could actually take traction where normal, regular, not just tech dorks like yeah. uh, like me, but, but a regular, like your grandmother could re- in five years be using a foldable, some kind of device? It, the foldable is a new technology in general in the mobile space. Either go one of two ways. It either goes the way of 3D screens. <laughs> um, you know, where like that's a huge thing for like eight months. And right. like, my, my eyes hurt after 12 minutes. Uh, turn this off uh, right. or it becomes something mainstream. Now, uh, John actually dropped that nugget of Apple Foldable uh, on the podcast that I co-host with Andrew Edwards. So we got a chance to talk to him at length about it cool. and ask him questions. And it's not technically a foldable. According to him, it's more of the duo approach with two screens. Yeah, that's what I saw too. Um, yeah, he, he's very particular about his foldable. Nate, you can't call a foldable a foldable if it does have two screens. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that if you can provide people value – and multiple uses without sacrificing the primary use, then you'll see mass adoption. Um, yeah. If you can make something like the Galaxy Fold a really good phone that also mm-hmm. opens up to a tablet, which it appears that Gen 2 is going to be, then you achieve mass success. Uh, if Apple can give a value proposition for why people would buy that, um, then absolutely. And I think Apple is uniquely positioned because they're never afraid to cannibalize their own product line. So <laughs> you, un- you unveil uh, an iPhone that opens up with two screens into like an iPad mini. They won't sell iPad minis, but at least you're still buying iPhones. Right. Um, so the short answer uh, is yes, I do, uh, but not until prices come down. Right. Seth, what, what's your feelings about the foldable segment as far as like, could that be a thing in the next few years that people would get a little bit more traction on that, just like John said? I think I, I th- it's uh, it, it's it's tough to predict, but uh, you know, every time I've been out in public with my folds and I and I open it up and I close it and like pe- people are just like, whoa, like, you know, my mom yeah. does, she's not interested in tech whatsoever. And the first time I, I had a fold, she was like, what, what did you just do? You just folded that tablet into half and it does get people really excited. But then when you tell them the price, yeah. um, it's like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, th- I think the price is going to play a big factor, but I just, I mean, how fast they're developing. I mean, like, you know, uh, John was saying earlier on, if you look oh, at yeah. the folds one and you look at the fold two, that's a massive leap. That's like, I would expect that, you know, in a few generations, but how quickly that's come forward. Um, I I think I'm I'm excited about the space. I think it's still going to be something that's going to be more of a niche. Um, Yeah. Sorry, niche. Um, yeah, that's Americans okay. Yeah. You, you've got UK back up this time. So I've, I've, had right. a, I've had enough that's of Matt good. to that's figure good. out the, how, the, how the difference is between just like different like Leicester and like Derby and like London. And it's, it's like the country's Derby. Of, it's Derby. It's Derby. not hard. It's Derby. 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 But I just, yeah, yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah, it's definitely a niche and maybe it's less niche <laughs> but maybe still always a, mm. a, a specific segment of foldable. Mate, the main thing of foldables is. Even if the price comes down, durability is still going to be the main question when it comes to foldables, especially for the mainstream. Because as long as there's a little tiny gap and you're opening your phone and a bit of dirt in there, just scratch your screen to hell. Or it's got inside your hinge because even though you've tried super hard to keep it tight and Samsung have worked and Apple have worked on the hinges and stuff, durability is still the main concern i think going forward the price can come down but the durability needs to be yeah top notch again i think this is why it comes down to you know it, it is always going to be a, a niche product i mean if, if you take the z flip for for instance right now um i know a few people so there's um austin evans who still uses what? that every he day loves that he loves yeah. it yeah <laughs> there's uh uh snazzy q quinn um he no, uses that no. um um uh Michael Fisher, um, Mr. Mobile, again. Yep. You know, and these guys, again, they choose to use this. They have mm-hmm. a choice of pretty much any smartphone out there, but they choose Whatever, to use yeah. it. Yeah. So I think I think there will always be a niche. And obviously, you know, you do have the durability concerns, the, you know, lack of water and dust resistance and things like that. So is your grandma going to use it? Probably not. No. But, you know, I do think it, it is going to get an adopt. Like people are going to adopt onto it, and there will be, yeah. uh, there will always be a niche that I think will uh, will, will want want to have it's it. A bit like the the notes, right. It's like the notes, though. Samsung Galaxy Notes are very specific. They're not they're not for everybody. So the the, the foldables will be probably like their notes. They'll be aimed at specific market, specific people, not 
everybody. That's what they've got their other phones for. Right. So that that's been an awesome conversation, Saf, John. I mm-hmm. appreciate it. So I, I, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this, but in case anybody watching this doesn't know who you are, where to <laughs> find you, which is like the dumbest thing I can even imagine saying, what would be the best way that they can engage with you, watch your content and, and engage sure. in future well, conversations? You can find me at youtube.com slash super uh, which is <laughs> the, best place, um, the best place to find me. We're going to find the best uh, reviews going on. Uh, <laughs> And the best and you can find me on ever. best thumbnails, and his his hanging from the notch and punch holes is brilliant. You also find the best wallpapers um, at youtubecom superstaff But email him, ask him where he gets his wallpapers from because he loves those. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I love a good wallpaper. Don't don't lie, I love yeah. good wallpapers. My DMs at Superstaff on Instagram are open, so send them to me if you want phone. <laughs> Fire away at me. Recipes. I got. I got cooking out. tips. I got recipes. Whatever, man. Just let it fly. It's cool. everything. So if you so if you want to find me, you can find me at John Four Lakers. That's where I am everywhere. John Four Lakers. You need a better name, man. Yeah, I yeah, know. Everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's 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 just it's catchy. It sticks. You know, it's fine. And I hold giveaways every day. So, you know, message me about free phone. Feel free to. <laughs> I'll even, John I'll, Lakers. I'll even deliver in person. You give me your address, I will drop it off with a smile. Forget that X. That's for rookies. I'm saying it's wrong. It's special delivery. So thank you for having us. Oh God, it's been my thank pleasure. You. you guys are welcome anytime. Saf, John, I appreciate it. And Matt, is there anything else we want to say? No, I'm just happy that you decided that you could come on. You had the time to spare to come on. I mean, I know Saf, you're just you're in Leicester, so you, you you're in Leicester. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> but we appreciate the time. So no, that, any, anytime. Thank you for having us. Thank you guys. Of Sad, good to see you again, man. You too, guys. And then we're gonna wrap see it up. you too, man. Can't wait we'll to meet you again. <laughs> we'll see you all next Sunday for the next iteration of Across the Podcast. And take care of yourself. Enjoy your tech. And we'll see you all uh, when we see you. Take care.